the following presentation of Lasers on the Ride, features recently unearthed clips from Season 2 Episode 7, Nay, and Season 2 Episode 8, Cherubian Offerings. Care what people say. Yeah, uh, we watch what them do. Tell, tell Mike about the fucking Quebec guy that want you to do the reggae song. Oh man, uh, well I don't know. I was feeling like if you're not a reggae artist, yeah. you never you haven't been to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. If you make a beat, is it really a reggae song? Nah, I don't know. Like even if it sounds like do 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 do. <laughs> like maybe it sounds like it kind of, but it's, it's not really a reggae song. You know yeah, I, mean? I guess not. So it they, depends you know. on who you're asking. Some people think Justin Bieber has a reggae song. song a reggae you know song, I mean? eh? Yeah. Justin Bieber. Yeah, so some roots. You shit. know, was it produced by like I don't know Zaytoven in a basement in, a, in like <laughs> ATL or Baton Rouge? I don't, I don't know. know. Like it produced was a reggae s- song though. It's a reggae song though. You know, like what the fuck. It was produced by Stephen Marley and Jamrock. But yo, the funny part of the story when you told me was the fact that he wanted Casey to do the reggae song and Casey's like, yo, I come from a Calypso background. I'm Trini. I'm <laughs> no, not Jamaican. I'm a Trini. Yeah. Like, like a reggae. Like, like I, could, I don't think yeah. I can even technically yeah. sing a song and it's reggae. Even yeah. if it yeah, sounds yeah. like First of all, really I'm Trini. Fair, I'm not Jamaican. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Second of all, and like Calypso is like the most like un- like crossover music like there's no white people like calypso music like they like it for 15 minutes when they're on a resort and that's it like they haven't white people haven't fucking appropriated calypso, calypso music yeah because it's, yeah. it's out there it's on the fringe that's world. true that's funny because the only white people who are exposed to it are like over 50 yeah <laughs> you know what I mean they're at the resort <laughs> oh man they're I have, wasted when they hear it carnivalers I think Harry Belafonte was probably one of the first artists that I ever heard of like heard so i said i'd do the song anyway <laughs> yeah you know? you try, try new things yeah sure why not yeah if uh any listeners have questions suggestions send them in faqs Or even RAQs. Reasonably uh, fascist proverbs? Proverbs? You got any reasonably fascist proverbs? RFP? What was the fucking... I don't know, just the RAQs, man. Oh, Rarely yeah. asked questions. Oh. I got the Q of the P. I was visualizing the letters and I went Are you dyslexic? Do you know? I might be, actually. My dad's dyslexic. Oh, shit. I actually might be dyslexic. Do you Can... hate reading? Yes. Do you have trouble reading? Is it hard to concentrate or? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, what is it? This like this is when you, yeah, you jumble the, the letters in the. Okay. Yeah. Does that happen? See, I, I don't know. Yeah, I get like I like I see. I don't like know anyone else's experience. Yeah. You know, so it's hard. Like, how do I know I'm colorblind? You know what I mean? I've never seen fucking color, man. That would suck so badly if you're colorblind. They got glasses now that you put on and you can see color if you're a certain kind of colorblind of course I've gotten to like wormholes thinking about color and how people perceive color before like like is my interpretation of the color yellow the same your interpretation of the color yellow yeah you know what I mean like is your spectrum like you'll recognize yellow every time as yellow but yeah. that 
yellow that you see is that the same yellow that I see? You know what I mean? Basically. Well, I mean, how much of color is perception and how much of it is just fucking science? You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's all like science. I mean, there is a color spectrum, right? But I mean, I guess, I guess you would never know. Yeah, like the color, like, but say if it's off like two degrees to you or like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's the, what's the wormhole goes? Because I can't think past more than that because it's like kind of a vague concept though. So we did our uh, new music episode a couple weeks back. Uh, we did it a couple weeks back. It came out two weeks back. Yeah. Two weeks back. Oh, a couple. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I, remember, I, I was listening to it, and, and at one point we say, that since music is so disposable, that we made a bet that like our, like none of these songs will be listened to ever again since that episode. Yeah, yeah. So, have you listened to any of the songs? Yeah, two songs. Two songs survived. Which ones? The... No, that they played earlier right now. Mm. The future one and the trouble one. Yeah, my uh, just that though. The Ray Schremmerd uh, power glide. I listened to Juicy J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, I listened nice. to that a couple of times. Just fire. But yeah, that was the only one. I was listening to the episode uh, like, the other day. I was like, oh, I wonder if, I wonder if them like yeah, any of yeah. stuck. Yeah, no, I've listened to those songs countless times. I was 100 percent wrong on that one. That's one thing that animals have on us Is they move a lot faster That is true Yeah They aren't bipeds like we are Ooh, so They much have more legs I think humans can move faster on all fours When did that happen? What am I thinking about? Has an animal ra- Like a man racing an animal Has that been, Was that a Gatorade commercial? I heard <laughs> Bo Jackson like- raced a horse What? And won Michael Phelps raced a shark. <laughs> Someone's definitely raced a cheetah at some point. <laughs> Michael Jackson dance battle a koala once. And lost. And lost. Yeah, the koala won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris Poplock. Yo. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Mr. Wiggles and koalas. I can't fuck with you, koala bear. <laughs> that shit hurts. <laughs> I heard Johnny Depp impersonate a mailman once. Johnny, and, Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah. And and what? I bet he was fucking hella successful. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Took that shit so seriously. <laughs> Stole a lot of cookies that day. I had some Girl Scout cookies the other day. The weed or the cookie? No, yeah. the cookies. Oh, the cookies. Not Which that good. I don't find them that segre- good. Segregated. Uh, dry. A segregated box of... <laughs> Blacks on one side and whites <laughs> on the other. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Maybe. Separate you know. but equal. Yeah. <laughs> Equally as tasty, though, for real. <laughs> There's only like six black cookies. Like <laughs> 30 white ones. <laughs> 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 it's funny. Using Girl Scout cookies as a metaphor for fucking depressing ass racism. Ha <laughs> 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 So Girl Scouts are still a thing, I guess. Yeah, I right? know, huh? yo. I feel like that's so dated too, you know? Yeah, like, Once I saw them, I'm that like, for? these guys still stay? How many how many little boys are in the Girl Scouts now? There's probably like mag boys in Girl Scouts. At least there should be. I wonder if they just try to teach them stereotypically like lady things. You know what I mean? Well, are they learning they... how to sew and fucking shit like that? Well, it's on. true. There is the Boy Scouts too. It's, no, it's, I think... Girl Scouts, maybe. When are they just going to become the Scouts? Yeah, merge those bitches. You know what? You know who's stopping them? Who? It's the Boy Scout counselors that want all the boys to themselves. Oh. (laughs) Facts. That's who's keeping them apart. No, what do you mean, mix them? It's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Who's gonna sleep in the tent with them? Girls? These girls? No. Yeah. It's my job. It's Bob- <laughs> me and Bobby are gonna bond. Bonding <laughs> 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 with Bobby. <laughs> Bonding with Bobby. Lights out, campers. Story about. <laughs> Also, your idea about art being dead uh, made me think a lot about um, how I feel about that. And I really didn't make much ground on it other than the fact that, like, I think you can never really say that art is dead. Yeah. I think art is something that stays consistent, but what happens is that it exists inside parameters, and it's the parameters that change. Yeah, like art in the... 20s, the parameters were a certain way, or in the 50s, or in the 90s, or in the 2000s. It's kind of like the quality is irrelevant. You know what I mean? It's whether the, the good part of it is, is, is it reflective of the environment that it's in? Yeah. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, well, I mean, to me, the only thing, like art, the only reason I think of it as dead is because I feel like it's I don't know it's like an exploratory thing like it's you're supposed to know what happened before you and you're supposed to be like creating what happens after you kind of right and I just think that idea is dead so I mean I guess art's not dead but like my particular idea of art is definitely dead. Yeah. And to me, there's like, I don't know. There's no merit after that. It's like, what's the point? Well, also, it like, the times we're living in now remind me a lot of what I know about, like the like the, like nineteen sixty nine and like the whole like hippie, like uh, free thinking, free love movement. Like, I feel like like the times we're living in now is like the closest to that that's ever happened before since then you know what i mean and there there was an, a, a school of thinking where people were like well i mean in which it would like societally is that yeah what you... yeah like uh, the the cultural consciousness yeah i mean i'd agree in a social like as far as uh, like social issues yeah i don't think so as far as art so that's what I like. I think is that like the what got me to this, I, like hypothesis, I guess, is that I think the two and two kind of run in tandem. You know, like you can't think of the love movement, you can't think of the free thinking movement without thinking of drugs and rock and roll, right? And they were kind of using these tools to further that idea. I mean, now you could say that it's what replaced drugs and rock and roll at that time is Twitter and Facebook. Now, because these are just other tools to use to spread yeah, out. but I mean, what does this have to do with art? That's my only question. Yeah, I'm kind of stuck on that too. Is I'm, but like, where I'm at with that is that maybe what exists inside these platforms is art. You yeah. Know? Yeah, but I don't know. It's just the way people look at art. Like, it's completely different. Yeah, and it's just it affects what art is. Now, I mean, it's like to a crazy extent. It's not even my issue. Isn't even that people aren't caring about you know good stuff now? Is that people are actually like quite quickly learning to like forget about old shit? You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. Yeah. Even, even the old shit's dying, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Just these things that survived. For like whatever it is, some things like fucking hundreds of years, just because it was good, you know what I mean. And now everyone's like, well, whatever, man. Like, I'll take two more of whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> Sounds like a porn category. Move Boys over scouts. there, Eric. Like schoolgirls. Ugh, camping. Boy yeah, Scouts. Yeah. That's probably the opposite of schoolgirls. Yeah, that's it. Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts. 
In what way were we talking here? No, I'm just saying it sounds like it's just like it's it's uh, it's in our faces. They're throwing it in our faces. That's they're boys like. and they're scouts. Yeah. yeah. And the girls are scouts too. So why not just the fucking scouts? Who's gonna who's <laughs> gonna these bridge that divide? It's gonna gender things whoever bridges that divide is gonna win the Nobel Peace Prize. and broken. Go the scouts, you mean? Yeah, whoever bridges the, the bridges the scouts together. Yeah, Nobel Peace Prize right there. I call everybody guy. If I see a girl, I'm like that guy, that guy <gasps> over there. Yeah, that I guy. call everybody bitch. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Like, this bitch, this bitch right here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like these bitches. <laughs> Speaking of scientists and all that, man, have you ever looked into the the imminent likelihood of AI robots recently? Like robot people, robot soldiers and shit like that? No, but I mean, every once in a while, an advancement in robotic animals will come across my desktop. And it's terrifying. <laughs> they are making the craziest robots, like these animal robots that can fucking chase down someone in like 30 fucking 60 miles per hour that could jump over things and open doors. It's fucking terrifying. Yo. It's not... I- I don't know. It's not any more terrifying than drones with guns strapped to them, you know, that you're able to control the exact same way. I mean, like, they're both pretty terrifying. Well, you're not like, controlling these. The other, the, the animals? Yeah, the robots. They're literally like a, like a, a um, like a, what's it? Well, I mean, you program it, and then you, off it goes, and <laughs> it's just, fuck it. No shit. Yeah, it's not like a remote control fucking thing. That's what I mean, autonomous, that's why. Yeah, I was, yeah. They're, they're autonomous. Well, they're not like, not yet, it's not entirely, I don't think. But they're working on it, you know what I mean? Man, the stat that I heard the other day was like, fucking blew my mind, is that like, once AI reaches like, some sort of like, uh, some, like some sort of consciousness or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. It, it like the advancements in technology will be, they'll be able to compute an advanced technology like ten thousand years into the future instantly, once that step happens. So it's like it's it's like it's done at that point. At that point, like you're gonna have like singularity is what it's singularity. called. Singularity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Which I love that word, by the way. It's a great word that describes. I mean it does carry the weight of what it is almost like mm-hmm. singularity beautiful word just even saying it but nobody likes being single am i right folks is this 97? Yeah, this was a dolphin. Yeah. It's a Operation Get Down. And the first one was Operation Funky World. Everyone will eat, rock, fubu, wear, and new nights for your feet. In the day we work, and at night we party. Drinks at the bar with a cup for everybody. I am the new King Mac. Good to the people, let them seize, I attack. So wake it up, cause we about to uh, I feel like maybe time, like 97, people are just rapping. Like this sounds dated. I'm going back to 94. Hi, I'm Tristan Damour. You might know me from the Scrum Podcast. Hi, I'm Harrison Mila Rajason. You might know me from, uh, anyway. So we're here to tell you about a new podcast miniseries called Hebemus Pod. It's a show about HBO's The Young Pope. Every episode, we'll feature a guest viewer to talk about an episode. Will they have a fresh perspective on the show? Two years after it aired? We sure hope so. It's very simple. We talk about three things. A highlight, a low light, and the very famous Cherry Coke Zero character of the episode. Yes, yes. Uh, And we hope you tune in right here on the Upford Network. Yeah, so there's something I heard recently is it was that uh, we're not supposed to really remember our dreams. Like our dreams exist like purely to 
kind of rid our, our, our subconscious of things and like you know figure yeah. things out and if we can write things down from our, our, our subconscious or we think too hard about them then you know that's like it's, it, it defeats the purpose like in this case I kind of see it as the same thing where it's like if you like overanalyze things like that like you kind of miss the the, the greater point in it yeah like, I would like instead of kind of like analyzing the quality of what what the art is is I would the first place I would go is who are the people during the late 60s and the 70s the free thinking movement that were saying I don't understand the art that's coming up now like I don't understand Jimi Hendrix I don't understand I don't know I understand it though like it's oh you understand like you understand that's the issue it's like it's not that I don't understand okay, what's that, going mid- on right now. It's yeah. like I, I, it's very easy to understand. Yeah, <laughs> you know I, mean? I, I guess understand is the wrong word. It would be um, I don't want to even say like like discredit, but like you know what I mean. Just kind of dismiss dismiss of it about it. But what was it saying about the validity of? Okay, like, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Well, it's all mimicry. Like, all of it is just mimicry. But that's an essential part also, too. Of, of Is it? Well, I mean, the way that music has, like, kind of evolved. It's, like, been... I mean, some of it's good, some of it's bad. Like, Elvis Presley mimics a whole bunch of black musicians. You know, fucking Pat Boone mimics a whole bunch of... Yeah, but, like, so? Like, it was whack then. You know what I mean? Just because something happened or existed doesn't mean it's like worthwhile. Like it happened then, yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's whack. Novelty songs have always existed, and they've always been fucking lame. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's the thing. That's like when I like if I think about it like that, and I think about like qualifying things and judging them based yeah. on like good or bad. Yeah. Then that's the that like I can't like the conversation. I agree with you completely. Like yeah. it ends there. Like. I think most of this shit, like, if I look at what's coming out on Facebook and internet or Instagram right now, it's art, yeah. and our generation's version of art, like, kind of makes, I don't, I, I, I don't like it at all. Like, I'm quick to discredit it, too. So yeah. it's like, I really don't think I could look at it that way. Like, I could kind of, I just need to, I think it's like you need to figure out where you are in that kind of, that yeah. cipher of, of, you know, things moving forward, you know? I actually didn't listen to the 94 one yet. I wanted to listen to 97 first to see, but yeah, it's totally a lot of party joints. Like, I wanted to hear like the beast like cuts, like the fucking the, yeah, the yeah, deep yeah. cuts on like yeah, the, yeah. the first record. Oh, shit, what sample is this? I recognize it. I did realize that I was kind of, I don't know, I was looking at it like I was panicked about it, to be honest. You know what I mean? It's I've realized that there's always going to be good stuff. The real issue, I think, is that, you know, there's just more of everything, right? So the actual good stuff is more hidden. Mm-hmm. But there was a time where people really cared about shit. So even when, like, things were hidden, there were people who, like, shined some light on it. And they were like, look, I know this album isn't fucking, like, popping right now, but this is, like, a classic piece of art. Yeah. Those people are disappearing. No. So at this point, it's kind of like, 
unless you find it. You know what I mean? You have to personally find all the good stuff for your fucking self. Mm-hmm. Which is fucking crazy. Yeah, especially since you're looking in, like, you know. There's so fucking much of it. <laughs> yeah. So fucking much. Yeah. And that that's intimidating in itself. Yeah, it's kind of like, who fucking cares? Like, then I don't even care anymore. <laughs> I wonder how like troubled Craig Mack was before he died. How did he die? I don't know, some disease. Uh, but he seemed like he was a lot more troubled, I guess, maybe before he died. Like before like he even went to this church thing. Like the the interview I saw yeah. said that he was just he was debating killing someone. He had the gun and uh, like in his hand oh, in the shit. car and for what? He they don't say. They don't say, all, they all say it has something to do with his family. It was like a family-related thing. But he was looking for the hip-hop station on the AM channel in his car while he's debating whether or not to go kill somebody, and a uh, radio preacher came, comes on. The radio. He said it was God intervening. Look at that, Craig Mack. Mace went to, ch- to, to church in... Uh, they all went to church. Loon. Loon turned Muslim. Shine turned Orthodox Jew. Craig Mack. Craig Mack went to this fire and brimstone church called. And the last but not least, Mace. Mace turned That's into a preacher. G-Dap. G-Dap turned Muslim too. And he, he's in jail, incarcerated for turning himself in for a murder that he committed. Holy fucking shit. Well, I mean, the crazy part to me is that they all went to religion. <laughs> all of them. Black Rob, no, though. Black Rob's still out here. I wonder if it's because they all had sex with Buffy. Is that enough? Is that enough to push you towards religion? That's a question you have to ask yourself. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't either if I had sex with Bobby. Like, well, what are we talking about? Get, get, get God, like, God involved in all that business? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I walked into one of these old HMVs the other day. Like, I walked into, like, a mall store that used to be an HMV yeah. that's now repurposed as a, uh, like, half of it's vinyl. And the other half of it's, like, DVDs. And then there's, like, some CDs, like, for, like, you know, like an adult contemporary generation or whatever. But, like, walking in, just the smell of it and, like, looking at the CDs on the racks, like, it brought back so many memories of, like, I mean, I, w- I never stole CDs, but I could just remember, like, going into these stores and seeing, like, the barcodes ripped off and, like, the plastic ripped yeah, off. Yeah. Seeing, like, the, the, like the, the listening stations on the wall and stuff like that. And, it, it, like, it, it made me sad. It made me, like, it reminded me of a time, like, oh, shit, that, like, going to buy music was, like, a thing that made me feel good. Yeah, and it just meant something. It's like you're going out to buy this shit. You know what I mean? People right. now, I've like come to find out they don't even uh, like people don't download music even. That's no, true. You know what I mean? They don't even want to commit fucking hard drive space <laughs> to this shit. Like that's how much people care about it. It's Yo, like I th- literally don't even want a copy of this. Three MBs? Nah. Yeah. Uh, I got 990 gigs on my shit. Yeah, so you yeah. want a 3 MB? You know what? I actually downloaded fucking some music yesterday for the first time in a while. The Craig Mack discography. Oh, shit. Bam. Oh, yo, I got to play you this what one. What is that? Like, how, how many albums? Two. I thought it was it's only two. one. Okay, the, the, yeah. Did you remember there was a second one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Something yeah. World? Uh, Fuck, what's it called? Operation. Oh, fucking Operation. What was the first one called? What's up with Adrian? What's the last time you spoke? Um, last time I saw was well, I spoke to him maybe a couple months ago, but he's been traveling again. He was in Finland at least for a couple weeks. Now he's in Germany. Yeah, he's doing his seminars, man. He's got it cracking. Are these seminars still the like lady seven? Like the kind of? It's like more motivational, inspirational, but yeah, okay, it's like okay. um motivating yourself 
to keep your energy high while setting good goals and expectations for yourself. And then sometimes you your energy high chips. and your expectations low. Yeah, energy high, expectations low. <laughs> and then like you can bring your expectations up with like the better results you get and stuff like that. Crazy man. I remember that. I tell you the time fucking picked me up one time. Just now, Adrian was Casey's half brother. The tailor that discovered bonds at a later age. Well, that's a whole other yard. At this moment, though, as Jay was about to regale the lasers with the story of Adrian picking him up and querying him on his particular seduction techniques. Well, at this moment, unbeknownst to Mike, the computer stopped recording. That's, how, that's why he thought I was qualified. Yeah. That's why he thought. That's, why he, that's what he thought. <laughs> but tell us, what did you tell him? No, I didn't. That was just a fucking 45-minute joke. Oh. Because you told a joke the whole time? No, it was just fucking hilarious. Just a lot of, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, don't know, man. I don't know. You just gotta feel it, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. You'll know when the time comes, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta feel it. Yeah. it says. That's crazy. I just thought of a great idea for a music video. Right. It's like, it's like you go to. It's like like a Jay Z where you go and you take all your crew. It's like a party, like a puffy party. Everyone's dressed in white. You go to a desert island, right? Yeah. I like it Alright And everyone's partying You got girls You got fucking asses You got champagne Throwing people Flossing okay, yeah, bling, yeah. Bling, bling, bling. yeah yeah But then they're just Left on the island And nobody's coming To pick them up Okay And then oh, it, So it's a long form video Like well, that's no, the first That's the first First kind of thing Yeah first, and, then, first. and then nobody comes And then it devolves Into like Base human You know like Panic And Yeah yeah they fall apart. They fall apart, yeah. Start to resort and like all their rations are gone. Yeah, yeah. All they brought was beef jerky. <laughs> we thought we were here for one afternoon. They bring these like novelty foods, like yeah, yeah. just shit that you would only find at like a like you know, like a rich guy's like uh like a Bruce Wayne party. Yeah. Just shrimp and champagne. <laughs> yeah, it's like yo, we're here. We're here for like the rest of our lives. We're here for the next like so the Coast Guard finds us off this fucking private island. Oh, we got a shrimp. Yeah. Shrimp sliders and little fucking pigs in a blanket. <laughs> uh, yeah. Everyone's dressed in white and shit. <laughs> you'll have a moment <laughs> and you'll know what to do. But this guy made a career out of it, which is fucking crazy. He was just doing his homework. I was probably yeah. one stop on as many fucking. He probably asked that question to like 100 people. He was dude, I He used know. that information To fucking Craft a job for himself Like that's Fucking dope oh, Yeah exactly yeah. Collated it It was a network at first But I think he just Cracked the code Oh totally He knew what he was doing I was just a small piece In the puzzle Maybe he's a big piece Of the big puzzle Shit, how does that make you feel? Yeah, how do you that's feel your, about that's Berlin? Your, He's in Berlin right now. Oh, man. This, is, people. this is like a new age concept, by the way. That's called IP. That's intellectual property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. anything you told him, how do you feel about him flipping <laughs> your IP like If that, you told you know? him anything at all, based yeah, on the story if, I just yeah, heard. Yeah. This this, the, like, the visualization of me like like picturing him doing this like <laughs> in Finland is enough like payback for me that like I'm cool with that it. That is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It makes me like... I'm going to follow him on social media. <laughs> yeah, I want to see this shit. Yeah, I was, yeah. He was in Germany shit. last week. In 12 gallon belt buckle. He's exceeding higher self. He's exceeding higher self. He definitely is. His name was Madison because he grew up in Madison Street. Uh, Madison, uh, Madison NDG, yeah. Nice in Finland. Yeah. Teaching you how to get abroad. Yeah. Teaching how to keep abroad. How to get abroad and get abroad. Go and get abroad. You text that to him. Yeah, you should use it while he's out I will. <laughs> I'll message him that tonight. I'll get a broad get a broad. <laughs> Using it as like a tourniquet for like someone slipping on a fucking jagged rock. Yeah. Dame Dash is already getting aggressive. 
<laughs> yo, Dame, because yo, whoever is the first one to go hungry is the first one to get aggressive. It's Dame Dash, yeah, man. He's gonna, he's gonna like run through the fucking. Ah, uh, he's gonna start taking over. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, Getting a little gang together. Cause you see who the fucking, who's got the real deal, Holyfield balls. When, when you know when shit hits the fan, right? Like you're gonna see. Yeah. Well, I mean, when there's no one looking over anybody, it's like, what are you willing to do when you're only accountable to yourself? Yeah. And like some people are willing to do a lot of fucking crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's just like it's purely psychological. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Well, here, I don't know if I've ever revealed this to you. This is maybe confession hour or whatever. Okay, yeah. But um, from the time when I was a kid, when, like, a kindergarten, pre-kindergarten, my biggest um, example of having anxiety was being dropped off somewhere and having a fear that my parents would never come back and get me. Yeah, like yeah. A, like a, a separation anxiety. Yeah. But this existed, like, when, like... My parents would drop me off at school. I remember in kindergarten, pre-kindergarten, that feeling like, like uh, overwhelming anxiety. Um, if a teacher would leave the room in class, I would be fearful of them never coming back. Um, and oh, I would have over like anxiety where like I would kind of black out and just kind of not be able to do anything except hyperventilate or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, since like then, I've been able to kind of understand that a little bit better, but. I do understand the like the the fight or flight mechanism that's involved with some sort of things like this, right? So I mean, like being people are people are capable of like doing some fucked up shit when they're putting in like situations of stress that they don't even know about. Like I'm sure like the people if they're if they're trapped on a desert island somewhere, that's the last thing they're thinking about. Is that it's like a false sense of safety because they're around people. It's supposed to be fun, right? Yeah, I don't know. To me, I think it's well. Yeah, it's like that movie you were talking about. It's the running out. It's the person who cares about themselves the most, and it's willing, you know, to fucking. You know, cross the line. That's the person who's gonna come out on top. Oh, hi. Have you ever wondered whether Tiger Woods has a huge knobber? Whether drones have souls in the classical sense? If the lasers really went to the Barbie Museum, if there even really is a Barbie Museum. Well, you may be eligible for the Lasers on the Right sponsorship program. Head to patreon.com slash lasers on the right to learn more. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash lasers on the right. It is, yeah. This is the it's first the gun MO. that you find a Kalashnikov in, in Bond. It's the first yeah, one you AK, get. Yeah, like the dude who ran into the Batman theater shot that shit up, killed like 28 people. That was crazy. Yeah, that, was crazy. Was, that was one of the crazy ones I heard. Like at a Batman premiere, dressed like the Joker. Dressed like There's something, Joker. but like that that one was fucking. That one's hard to talk about because that one's kind of funny. Like you're wa- about to watch Batman. You know what I mean? A movie about like fucking this guy who comes and saves people's lives like out of nowhere. Like just <laughs> and like this guy shows up with a gun. To me, it's just it's so terrifying because you're watching Batman. This guy <laughs> pops up. Dressed like a character in the film, film, he pulls out guns. You still don't think yeah, anything's yeah, yeah. It doesn't happening? Look real. Like, it's why insane. is something happening? Yeah. And then he's shooting everybody. And How many people die before you still think nothing's happening? That's terrifying. It's super terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. It's true. I didn't. I forgot he just dressed like the Joker. Yeah. I mean, props for going all the way. I guess. What happened to that guy? Oh shit, you're letting you go full Sean Paul. Yeah, yeah. These are some hot takes, by the way. They don't like no more. Some hot takes on the fucking Batman shooter. 
Well, yo, we had our own fucking tragedy with the Dawson. I mean, your sister was fucking close to that, man. Like, that was yeah. fucking, you know, like, that We've hit just home. just been there, yeah. I just feel like we've just been there. Right? It might not be the last one either, you know what I mean? Like, no, there's not going to be, not in the near future, there won't be any last ones. Yeah. No, it's getting worse. Have you seen, like, America had, like, how many mass shootings? Yeah. It's just increasing in uh, Yeah, speed. as many as, like, the past, like, four years or something. Like, it's crazy. It's going off. And the numbers are just increasing. Like, we don't even talk about the Vegas shit. Like, the Vegas shit was crazy. And he injured, like, what, like 400 people or something? Like, that's crazy. No, it was insane. So it's our birthday weeks, man. Oh, yeah. Is it like 34 years old? Mine's uh, tomorrow. Yours is when? This like, uh, I don't know, Saturday? Saturday. What's. It's five days from now. That's it. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Feel good. Yeah? Yeah. I feel good. I feel 34 is such an insignificant age that it's just like 35, I mean, it's like a... But, uh, no, I don't know. Since we started getting into the fucking tarot cards and the, the karmic uh, the karmic world of energy, I feel like... Uh, I'm I'm sitting on some fucking changing energy right now that I'm I'm not trying to make any sudden moves. Yeah, yeah. I'm not making any big decisions. I'm not making any big plans. I'm not making. I'm just riding, trying to fucking, trying to fucking harness the energy that's around me and seeing what's, <coughs> seeing where I fit into it right now. I mean, I don't know how that plays into my birthday, but... <laughs> I did, however, go to... read your birthday horoscope, man. Yeah. Well, you think you'll know what kind of energies to harness. Oh, that's it. Well, I'm going to... I know someone else is going to give me a, a tarot card reading, actually. From around here. But I did... Uh, I got to see my grandparents, man, which is cool. They brought me to, like, this really, like... Uh, like, amazingly tacky fucking kitsch... Uh, Chinese food buffet. Yeah. Neon lights everywhere. Crazy. They got they they gave me the birthday surprise where they put the sombrero on me. It's not a sombrero actually. It's a Chinese restaurant, but it's like the what, 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 the birthday surprise? What is this? You know, like when you go to a birth like a restaurant okay, for your okay, birthday yeah, and they're like yeah. oh, the, you're, the You party. made it sound like there was one. <laughs> there was one uniform birthday surprise. I know, I slid it's past like, it oh, right shit, there. Shit, what? Do you think one of the three of us is going to own a gun by the end of our lives? Possibly. Well, if, like, it comes down to like, it in our lives, the end of our life comes down to, like, owning a gun, then yes. Like, I don't see myself, in like, foresee myself in, the like, a future owning a fucking firearm. I mean, I foresee a post-apocalyptic scenario. Yeah, I've always seen myself only one because I know the apocalypse might come. And yeah. if it comes for me, I just at least want to, so like, I kinda figure I'll have pop a, a few things, you know? Like, Is that, that's that's what it would come down to if you don't own a gun? Is if it was a fucking post or pre-apocalypse? No, no, post-apocalypse. Post-apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, I don't think. Uh, if it's pre-apocalypse, I'm waiting it out. The precipice of apocalypse? Yeah, that's my first get My first rap name, by the way. Precipice of, of apocalypse. apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> that's hard, man. Yo, I spit bars, though. Bad. Super hard bars. I meant hard to say. Oh, yeah, yo, hard to say, hard bars, everything. Hard to say, mostly, but... <laughs> precipice of apocalypse. But other than that, no, probably not. Try fitting it on a flyer. Oh, God. <laughs> You know, he got it wrong and spelled it yeah. wrong. Headliner, precipice. <laughs> <laughs> open it. Apocalypse. <laughs> no. Not again. Not I again. gotta open my own show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two performances. Hearing my songs about a dystopian future. <laughs> and hearing my songs about right before a dystopian future. <laughs> wow. That's mind bending. <laughs> yeah. All that in rap format. <laughs> rhyme you hear me rhyme about it over fucking like right before DJ instrumentals over the any up instrumental over and over again <laughs> <laughs> that gangstar one that <gasps> everyone plays <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh shit <laughs>
Dude, MOP, they were fucking, they were involved in wrestling at one point, weren't they? Nah, just their music, no, probably. I their mom. <laughs> Man on a Mission, is that what they were? Yeah, those were Men on a Mission. They came out rapping? Yeah, sometimes. I think so. MOP. Bro, they just had a mosh pit video. I think someone got thrown in the video. Probably. Oh, yeah. Yo, I bet those guys from MOP are dealing with some real life situations right now. I wonder. Like they're not, they're not thinking about music, I don't think. They're probably like watching big screen TVs, like smoking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. They're Telling like, their kids uh, to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> One of them is drinking a beer right now out of a bottle. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. He's got like pasta on his like, white beater type of thing. <laughs> Puffy and Chris Lighty are a distant memory. <laughs> Billy Dan, Spaghetti Man. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Hanging out with like some 50 year old dudes. It's like, funny to think of like these guys like having dreams outside of rap. Like, with they, they just share with their wife. Like, nah, 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 nah. I'm gonna be a cook. Or like, I'm gonna be a fucking. Nah, I'm gonna be a painter. And they're like, nah, man. Like, I met you at the tunnel. <laughs> like, when you were a fucking 1994. Yeah, but I was spray painting the wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You didn't get to know the real me until right now. 2018, I decided the fucking sculpture was my art. That's funny to me. <laughs> or his new girlfriend's born in 1994. And she doesn't even remember the tunnel. Because <laughs> yeah, that yeah. shit is just spray painted art. She has no idea who the fuck he is. Yeah, yeah. like, yo. You just some rich guy in this fucking Bentley. I don't give a fuck. The MOP's not rich. You just have a Bentley on an old rapper fucking salary. <laughs> yeah. got like so old ass Bentley. Juvenile's got like four Range Rovers still. He's not like doing much. He's just like picking up, dropping off teenagers and shit. Like, hey, what? What? <laughs> Why? Uh, get them Air Force 30. Now. You ain't getting another pair till fucking next Easter. <laughs> Boy. Pick up teenagers in my Bentley. Get my damn car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful I had kids. Yeah. <laughs> tying this all together with the pedophile Birdman shit. Oh, you were thinking pedophile. Well, I was thinking, thinking he's like kids. Picking up teenagers in his Bentley. Oh, kids. They're uh, his kids. Uh, I thought they were his kids. Yeah, they are you know, juveniles' kids. Yeah. He's just a grown man with kids. So. <laughs> he's a grown man with kids and a bunch of Range Rovers. It's true. It's You're thinking of Birdman still. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He's a creep. He fucking his, yeah, his actions reflect poorly on the other members of his label. I thought I knew it when I slid past it. I was gonna, am I gonna explain this? Like, nah, they gave me the birthday okay, yeah, surprise. Yeah. And yo, it's fucked up though. You know what's fucked up? Is we show up, we get our seats, and the place is packed. And uh, as soon as we sit down, like the, the like the group to my to my left, like it's a, a big like party or whatever, and uh, the waiters and waitresses come out with this this what's what's those hats called? Those like uh Chinese hats, rice, or like a rice paddy hat. Right. I was gonna say the ones when you see them in the rice fields with those hats. So they bring one of those out and they put it on the guy. The old guy, there's like an old guy, put it on the old guy's head, and they all started saying happy birthday to him. And I'm like, oh fuck. I'm like, it's like a couple days away from my birthday. I don't know if I'm here. What would you have done if then all the other people lined up around the bottom of the hat? The waiter started pouring liquor off the top, and it drizzled down the sides Whew. and they started drinking that shit yo you're painting quite the picture my friend that's would that like, be a birthday surprise that would be for real that would have been a fucking that would have been an incredible birthday surprise but yeah continue well now i'm like caught up i'm like what if it was like chocolate fondue instead you know like oh man it's getting <laughs> sticky <laughs> yo the, the yo the the spot was mad sticky man it had a a frozen yogurt like all you could it was like buffet right but then like an all you could eat frozen okay yogurt, yeah you know? the machine yeah it's fucking nice and they also gave you a fucking plate with a uh a, a warm face cloth on it because your hands got mad sticky oh shit but so yeah, I'm sitting there, days. I'm sitting there and, and like, so they do their birthday thing and I'm thinking in my head like, oh man, like my, my grandparents are pretty modest people. So like I figured. How like, old are they? 90, oh 91, 92. Oh my fucking God. Smart as a whip too. They like, they're like intimidatingly smart. Like sitting there and having, trying to have an intellectual conversation with yeah, them yeah. is like, I get butterflies in my stomach. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can't, like if they, my grandmother's so cool. 
she'll call you out on it too. Yeah, yeah. If she thinks you're talking out of your ass. Yeah, yeah. And uh, sidetrack on my grandmother for a second. She, her, her dad was uh, like this fucking playboy in Montreal in the Depression era. Yeah, yeah. So she grew up on Laurier Street in the Plateau. So she like she was telling me stories about her dad wearing one of those Dick Tracy hats and a long like Depression era coat and like going and like hustling cash from like Montreal pool room restaurants all around the fucking all the seedy juke joints and shit like yeah. that. So I think she likes me because I, I live in Montreal and I kind of have like, you know, like half of that existence, yeah, a quarter yeah. of that fucking rebellious existence that her dad did. Right? So me and her have like a little special bond. But we, um, we're sitting there, we're eating, everything's all going good. And then another birthday happens like on the other side of the room when they sing happy birthday, bring out the rice patty hat. And I look at my grandfather across the table and I share a look with him like, is this going to fucking happen to me? Are you going to do this to me? And the look that he gave me back, like he, he kind of like shamefully put his head down like, oh man, like this, yeah, has, yeah. this has nothing to do with me, yeah, man. Yeah, this of was, <laughs> and I knew at that point. So at the end of it, I fucking, I got the, I got the rice patty hat on. I'm 34 years old and I'm there looking. I saw a video of me after. I look like a fucking, like an eight-year-old kid about to cry like oh, I'm, I'm like oh like it was fucking embarrassing but yeah well there you go Ju- I mean call yourself juvenile we know it's fucking it's calling yourself statutory delinquent yeah there was a guy there's a rapper named statutory yeah well I mean you call yourself juvenile because you were a fucking juvenile at first yeah Juvenile delinquents. By the way, since our conversation with delinquent, yeah. I talked to my my parents about it. I was like, "Yo, doesn't it seem like delinquent is such a dated term?" And both of them were like, "Oh yeah, for Can't sure. Say that. <laughs> Can't say delinquent now. No way." But that they would refer to their like fucking clients yeah, as yeah. delinquents, like up until probably like the late nineties. Yeah, that that's when it was right. acceptable. You didn't know what a delinquent is. It could even be like a delinquent debt. Like, well, that's what we were talking yeah. about. That the, it's not where it's supposed to be. Like, no, but in the '90s, there was the scourge of delinquents. <laughs> you know, remember like teen little teen outcasts doing crazy yeah, shit. Making, that was like making their own drugs. Yeah, you always like, heard about delinquents. Doing you know, yeah. dance and shit. They sounded like a gang hanging out in a forest that you might like stumble into and be so, taken part of. Yeah, they like inconsequential crimes. Like, yeah. Fucking, Tagging, loitering, loitering, yeah. skateboarding, <laughs> yeah. you know, smoking, fighting, the smoking weed, smoking what, pot. man? Yeah, we're here. Deal with it. Think about the fact that you've never, like, do you ever hear about here. black delinquents? What do you mean? I mean, I've never heard of a like black dude be calling a delinquent. Like, no, you ever heard of black, black dudes be called criminals? Criminals, yeah. <laughs> Don't mean you know that. You call us criminals. There's no like, there's no like light delinquency. If he's black, he's a criminal. Yeah. that's it. Oh, that's true. Like delinquents reserved for suburban white kids. That's like, yeah, like, uh, that's who it is. Yeah, of course. It's yeah. a patsy term. Like, they send them to a halfway house. Yeah. They send Brow, they sound like, what's his name? Uh, Khalif to Sing Sing. <laughs> like, bro, like, what did he, did he even have anything on him? It's very unclear. And this kid fucking up with Sitsi for like fucking 10 years or some shit. That's man, like, that documentary was hard. Man. Was fucking it was heavy. Like, that was yeah, fucking it was, heavy. It was a little too heavy. Which one is this? The one about Khalif Browder. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, man, it's terrible. He went to Sing Sing for, for like, yeah. I heard Jay, this basically is what for nothing. About, right? yeah. yeah, they grabbed him on nothing. He couldn't pay the bail in this short amount of time. They threw him in uh, Rikers Island. Yeah, Rikers, but then they just kept pushing his court date. So he ended up in there in like two and a half years or something. Yeah, but like yeah, 75% of it is solitary. Yeah, he was like a 16-year-old kid. And then he came out. And like pff, a year later, he killed himself. Oh no shit! Yeah, I didn't read that part. Well, the crazy part is he came out. He like they sued the city or something, and he was like blowing up. Like everyone was hearing the story. And then after he killed himself, well, someone killed him and made it look like a suicide. Nah, nah, he killed. Him. He was he was torn up, man. Yeah. He couldn't fucking handle that shit at all. It was like terrible. He was in solitary almost the whole fucking time. Well, that's fucked up. As a kid, as like a kid. kid. Like this system let you down. It's like this. It's something bigger than your family. Something bigger than your parents. Something like this is like the fucking overarching, like you know, like atmosphere that you're supposed to like exist in. Like, well, and you're supposed crazy. to just shut up and take it, kind of thing. Well, he literally not couldn't do anything because they just kept pushing his court date. He was just waiting for the court date. 
Yeah, you're in jail waiting for your court date. Just waiting for a court date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can go stand in front of the judge and get some charge read to you. And you're like, you're, you're a kid, you're broke, you don't got no real lawyer, you know? So then you just wait, you wait, you wait. They probably they didn't even have like eight bills to pay the fucking retainer or some shit like that. No. Like government housing in New York is like, fuck, bro. Like your check will be like 550 you know, <laughs> into 700 like, yeah, no you're gonna hustle. Even government housing in New York is fucking expensive. Yeah, bro, everything in New York is fucking expensive. Slice of pizza is like six beans. You ever see those co-op places in Montreal? You ever look at an apartment and you see like a co-op? Like Khalil lives in a co-op. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't know, lower rent, but everyone like shares the responsibilities of like taking care of the property and yeah, doing that shit. The roof fucks up, they all gotta pay for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody? Everybody yeah, together? they gotta split it. We're all in this fucking single boat together. Yeah. I, I couldn't do that, man. It's too close. It's like, it's your home, man. It's like fucking, it feels like you're living with these people. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I understand, man. There's a lot of commitments. Like, I want to live here that long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to, who's going to take my responsibilities in the cult? So yeah, it's cultish. That's <laughs> like maybe if we we're all like having sex with each other, they get messy. Yeah, it's so messy. It's with so sex messy. comes feelings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also so many, so much feelings in one fucking structure. That's what. <laughs> that's what keeps the roof over our heads. Feelings. The feelings. <laughs> yeah. It's not money. The buoyancy of our feelings. It's compassionate responsibility. If you have compassion, you take responsibility or can take responsibility for each other. Humans have to do that. Yeah. Cooperate. Yeah. Otherwise, that's how tragedy is averted. Yeah. You know? Feelings as a result of orgy sex. Uh, say what? Say what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. If Jay gets his dick cut off, who's gonna take him to the hospital? Like, oh, Khalil. Khalil? Khalil will take him, okay. No, they all share the uh, responsibility. <laughs> yeah, you. Oh, yeah, Give yeah, the Linda, she'll put it on ice. I'm responsible for this dickless, <laughs> bleeding fool. Yeah. I'll take him. You all, he writhes around cursing. Yeah. Who's got the fast van? Yeah, who's got the fast van, exactly. <laughs> they need a van for the stretch. Who's got the slow van? Topics of High Importance, a podcast where we get high and explore food, science, gaming, pop culture, and beyond. Filled with super tangents, forgetful flubs, and that awkward kind of tension that can only be produced by a married couple. Topics of High Importance on the Upford Network. Join us, won't you? <laughs> it's because she, the interview is because she is prepping a new release with Groove Theory. Groove oh, yeah, I think I heard that. Yeah, they're just waiting for a new situation. They're waiting for a new lituation. But, uh, which is like, Fucked up. Which part? Oh, that they don't have a situation. They're gonna get a situation, but I mean, like, why? You know, like, yeah, she could find a manager, probably. She could find like a, a distributor, but like, she was, she's like trying like to get the advance and get the like. She wants to do it old school. Old school, exactly. Like, if you were fucking. See what's, what would be a good uh, old school music producer name for you? Okay, oh. That'd be our first question. What's your old for best oh, old school that's music? That's a good one. Uh, shit. Here, hold on. I gotta take off this hoodie for a second. Hold on a second. Think about this while I take one. Yeah. Okay. I thought about it. Yeah, I got fucking deep into this one. I'm Sal 
Levine. Oh my god. Oh my god. Sal Levine, you went there with it. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Um, mine would be. Mine would be. Domino Jones. Domino Jones, huh? Yeah, when I'm in the blue circuit. Yeah, yeah, when <laughs> Domino Jones. Domino Jones is having a party up in the hills. Yeah, yeah. Sal Levine is like Sal Levine's good too. Yeah, yeah. You went, you went with the Jimmy IV in school. I went with the um, who's the guy that does TLC? Andre Harrell, is that it? Yeah. L.A. Reed. L.A. Reed. Okay, so if you were that guy, would you offer Groove Theory a deal now in 2018? I'm that guy now. Yeah. You're Sal Levine, 2018. Well, I mean, if I'm still that guy, then I'm dumb enough to make that move, yeah. I'd give him a big, a big advance. <laughs> shoot, shoot a couple of big videos. <laughs> but I guess this we're is- gonna get you guys back on the radio, kids. <laughs> <laughs> you can be known by everyone from Boise to Boston. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, where there is people who still believe that this is still the industry, there are managers and labels that still believe that this is the industry, right? So technically, yeah. there still is an industry that's going on existing outside of this. But I mean, would I manage them? I'd manage them. Like, yeah, it's manage? fucking simple, man. Like, let's bring you guys out on the road. Let's, let's get some money out here. <laughs> let's get like, the chilling circuit. Yeah. No, you don't need to. Groove Theory would get some hype behind it. Right now You think Groove Theory Has enough of a name Off of one single Right now That they're able to Carry that name To Like a Hype enough For someone to give them A new deal Cause when she said that I was a little skeptical I was like no, no, I'm not talking about A new deal Like Oh like if you take Release them out this music And let's go out On the fucking road And As if they're a new band Yeah but You get way of a Fucking head start Yeah you get such a head start. Yeah. And right now, there's a nostalgia for the early 90s. And that's like an early 90s fucking classic. Mm. They have a top 10 early 90s pop R&B. So that's the angle. Because, like, I always see it as two separate things. Like, right, the like long forgotten groups from the past, they make their comebacks you know, to do their classics yeah, and not to reinvent themselves. You know, I've never seen a, a, a group from the past come back and kind of like use their, I mean, I'm sure there has been, I just can't think of any, use their clout that they had back then in order to pursue a younger fan base now. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just depends on how old is this band, I think. Well, who's like, like a are they rapper just trying to make money? Who's a rapper that's reinvented themselves well into the like Juicy J we were talking about was a yeah. good one, you know. Like Juicy J isn't Juicy J because of his hits. <laughs> no. Though I mean, he had some hits. But culturally, I think it was just culturally he was able to cross over with like the kind of like wild. Wild rock star kind of attitude that was. Yeah, he just came around at the perfect time yeah. for Juicy J. Who decided to buy a white man? Painters? The Toronto, yeah. the Toronto killer. No, I'll see. Yeah, exactly. He didn't have a white van? I think so. He had a yeah, white he van. did. Like everyone, like all the big murderers have white vans. I'm talking about like trucks. Like the, the fucking like box trucks vans. I'm talking about like with like a fucking. I'm talking about it's your responsibility to discover the truck Gary Ridgway was riding in for yourself. Who's Gary Ridgway? Who's, he was the Green River Killer. Actually, <laughs> I believe uh, <laughs> Washington and Oregon in like the 70s. <laughs> okay. And he killed dozens. Yeah, you guys got uh, some okay. deep cuts yeah, here. Yeah, uh, of course. Deep, yeah, yeah. He killed cut, dozens. Gary Ridgway. Yeah. Dozens. <laughs> of course. Peasant <laughs> whores were massacred at his hands. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Brown bag peasant horrors you're talking about. The finest. The finest that the West Coast could offer. Up in the Green River Valley. <laughs> Terry what? What's the name? Ridgeway. Gary Ridgeway. Gary Ridgeway. Ridgeway. It rolls off the tongue. Gary Ridgeway. I'm sure. Gary Ridgeway. I'm sure he rolled off many a whore's tongue. <laughs> By the way, you pronounce the word whore, it sounds like you're siding with this Gary Ridgeway guy. <laughs> <laughs> You've chosen your allegiance. Yeah. I'm not. But if it sounds certain, like that, all the better. Respect. There. <laughs> yeah. You say his name with a certain respect. <laughs> Steve. Whore. Whore. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, <laughs> we evaded capture for quite a long time. We went for it. We went for it. I see. Well, I see. We would have been. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What's that? That's hilarious. That's what it is. I've turned my mic into a fart machine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Any last words? No. <laughs> you guys want to come up with a with a new closing phrase oh yeah cool instead of lasers we say Petawawa Petawawa no that's pretty weak. That's how about Hakutsuru that's a sake we drank that we drank that before did we yeah yeah there's a little dark something I'm not sure <laughs> yeah I did yeah yeah, yeah. All right, let's not get involved in all that. But oh, well, he just gave us our fucking. Head that head. was his phrase. That was, that was the fucking Lord and Savior fucking coming down upon us and giving us our. our <laughs> all right, but how do we use it? Ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it, if it's not understood, it doesn't work at all. <laughs> it's just. It's gonna be funny. It's funny with cases here when it's just me and you alone. <laughs> ah! Yeah, you need a third person to observe the madness so it's real. <laughs> That doesn't work with two people, man. No, that dude was definitely had a couple pills. Maybe a shot from the aerosol can. A couple one person pills. or three people? One of them was yelling. The other two were just there, like, in celebratory acceptance. Of it. How about, like, how about understated is the name? Overstated. Okay, yeah. But then, we gotta go, like, good show. Congratulations. See you guys later. Well, I mean, it was understated, man. Just kept going. <laughs> All right, whatever, man. It's up to you. Subtle you guys want to catchphrase, you want to catchphrase everything like in like that. the era of catchphrases? Fine, you know. You what? You got one? Well, I don't know. It, you you were like leading up to, you to like, like a really you good want the unexpected subtlety. Like, oh, you guys want the best catchphrase <laughs> of all time? Well, uh, un- uh, maybe su- we should do that. The subtle unexpected shit that happens, you know, in life is like fuck. It's like. You, you know, you had too much to drink, you know, and you're gonna you're gonna vomit, but is it gonna be breakfast that comes out or dinner? You know? And you're like, Well either way I'm gonna I'm gonna flush, you know? Right. Either way I'm gonna flush. Okay. Yeah. Either way I'm gonna flush. Yeah. Alright. Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> That's good. Then. I don't like any toilet toilet analogies. You know, well, so, it's sometimes not about what you like, you know? <laughs> it's what you got. Because if you're vomiting up breakfast and dinner, you know? You got to flush, man. I'll table it. Do you got to flush?